Carolyn Holzman, and welcome to Confessions of an SEO. These are my experiences in SEO, both as an SEO and as an SEO tester. This isn't going to be telling you what somebody else says about SEO. I believe in firsthand experience to understand Google. I watch their feet, especially as you will find in today's episode. So if you are an independent or agency SEO, I get you. And business owners or stakeholders who struggle to keep up on the SEO front but don't want to show it. For many years, I was a local business owner, and I understand the frustration that can come with being in charge. But I hope you'll find something in here that will help you understand your SEO team. Many thanks to Confessions testing and research sponsor, The Dental Marketing Guy, Justin Morgan. He owns and manages a marketing and service firm for dentists. And you can find him by searching for The Dental Marketing Guy, or you can click the link in the description. Now let's get started. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 43. We do not have any time today to waste, so there's a lot to share. And this show may have a little tactical component to it, maybe more than usual, and I, I hope you'll enjoy this as, as much as I do. Indexation. What the hell? There, that's it. It's a train wreck, <laughs> and we're all rubbernecking on the internet highway, slowing down to look at it, and there's nothing we can do. Okay, I, I can't just leave you there all scared, maybe with a little low blood sugar. All right, October 10th was the day when the bottom fell out of the index. It wasn't anything that Google announced. It's based on what happened in the indexation test and reinforced by a lot of other data that I've seen on other sites where there were some things that were happening on October 10th. So, you see, I have this running research project where I toss new content at the Google wall and then I note the dates and times and watch to see how long it takes for new content to index in two ways. One is the simple HTML rendering and the second one is the JavaScript which is like a second pass rendering that Google does. Now if you don't know what those are, you can, um, let's say for the simple, it's where you can see the word and the source code of a page. You can read it as plain as day. And Google will crawl and nothing else has to happen for Google to add it to their, I'm going to use AirBunny's protocol buffers. You might think of that as the permanent record of your content on that URL. By the way, that is why you really don't want to change your URLs if you can help it. Because when you do, even if you program it to forward over to the new URL and you didn't change anything else maybe on that, that page, even though they're identical, you will take a hit. Because now that entirely different page, even if, again, all you did was change the URL, it's a completely different page. So it's going to have its own permanent record. Okay, so getting back to the second um, type of testing, it's the JavaScript. That's the second pass rendering. And it's where Google takes literally a second pass at the same page. And anything that's in a script, think anything in JavaScript, schema, iframes, anything like that, then Google does all everything that that script tells the browser to do to finish out creating all the content on your page and add it to your permanent record. So by placing two test keywords on each test page, 
which, by the way, is filled with beautiful and unique content. Um, if I can find that page by either its keyword or keywords, then I have some level of certainty that the content has made the journey all the way from published to indexed to served. Yes, if you heard that as an unfamiliar phrase, served, in the context of content on Google, you would not be alone. My job, as I see it, is to help make it more common in usage so we as professional SEOs can become more facile with indexation and that being indexed, hang on to your hat, does not mean your content can be found by its keywords. And apparently, I have an entire site worth of data to prove it. You heard that right. I have content that in Search Console, this is where Google tells us what we what it knows about our content. Uh, when I do a URL inspection, by the way, if you're not deep into monitoring the performance of a website, some of this episode may sound a little jargony. My apologies in advance. Okay, but if you're in, in the Search Console, you can look up on a URL by URL basis and check and see if that page is indexed. Now, as an SEO tester, all of us have had to get really good with dealing with indexation or more as we encounter it, non-indexation states of our test pages. But you know what makes me happy? This time around, I had a full site of indexed and served content before heading into the fall. You can think of it as it was like a boat loaded with lobsters heading into a storm. Which brings me back to October 10th. Now, in the morning, newly published content was found by its keywords, and by nightfall, they had disappeared into the mist. Gone. Like a, like a, like a puff of smoke. And it was like in the Indiana Jones movie, specifically The Last Crusade, when Indy tries really hard to hang on to Elsa's leather glove only for her hand to slide out of it, and she fell into the abyss. Well, the content is good, but it's not really that good. But when you spend so much time looking at indexation data, bots, and content, you get attached. Okay, so October 10th was the last day where simple and JavaScript rendering tested on. Now, if you aren't already a subscriber, I do publish short, a short daily video report on the status of this indexation test, the observations, what bots are crawling and how many and which ones and are we getting a new one? And you can find all of that on YouTube. I call it the crawl or no crawl report. Normally they run approximately five minutes. So what the hell happened? So after having over a hundred test pages testing as findable with both their keywords, now by the end of the day, it was down to only eight. Sigh. The homepage, three category pages, and four test pages. Now the category pages ranking by, they those things were ranking by the keywords of the pages that were in that category. But 
the same keywords that previously had ranked the pages individually wasn't ranking them anymore. It was only ranking the category page. So I had one question. What madness is this? Now, I'll be honest. I was a little shocked. And then I realized that this was just like last year, except last year, I didn't have the already indexed content to be able to see it happen. It was the reason why I started testing daily in the first place. Last year, SEO testing this time of year was dead in the water and we didn't know why. So what does this mean? How do I describe this? What makes Google reassign a keyword? Is Google broken or is Google broke? Hang with me here. Google is part of Alphabet, which is a publicly traded company with stockholders, which I understand that due to something called the business judgment rule, they have to consider their stockholders' equity more than their own customers, which are us, and their employees. Now, does anybody else find it odd that this always seems to happen in Q4? The results go topsy-turvy and suddenly businesses are scrambling to get their paid ad budgets jacked up higher just in time to help the Google paid ads division bring in the most profit during the last quarter of the year. Now, we know they can't just admit this up front, but what if, hang with me, what if this is how it can happen but no one can call them out about it because it happens inside their indexation system. Regular listeners have already heard this. There are three distinctive systems that Google says make up the process between publish and being findable or served in the primary index that we all use. So the crawling system is one of the three. And I believe that has been broken or suppressed for quite a while. That's the quote, just submit your sitemap and let Google find your content crap. Sure. Fine. If you don't mind it taking two months to get a crawl of your new page, ask me how I know, because I have data. Now, after the crawling system, then there's the indexation system. And this is, from what I understand, where caffeine kind of hangs out and where the Google indexing API is hardwired. So this is where I recommend you deliberately put your content in the indexation system directly using the uh, Google indexing API. And I also think that the algo likely runs this system for sorting everything you know, every little stinking piece of content they got that, that has been submitted, that they have crawled, and they know is there. So that's the two first systems. And the third system is called the serving system. Now, we don't really have a lot of information from Google on this. And I guess whether we have any would be a reasonable statement. But this system feels like to me like it's the planet that's too far away for us to see it directly, but we can see a moon circling around something, and we know enough science that that doesn't happen unless there is a large mass like a planet with gravitational pull. Okay, so here's my theory. 
I think the serving system is where filters are applied. Now, what do I mean? Well, you know, we know Google will have more than one of your website pages indexed and maybe assign the same search term, but you can only get two of them to show in the primary index. So even if you had like four really great pages, Google will pick two. Press releases. This uh, serving system is where I think the syndication filter is applied. You know, we have hundreds of syndicated press releases, but Google only lets a few of them show in the primary index. So what if, after sorting this whole massive amount of data, our, our content, the assigning of keywords may be like a filter. You have to pay the price of admission for your keyword or your topic to get in. Now remember, for various keywords and topics, the price of admission is going to change based on how we all optimize our pages. Right? So there's no set point where admission has been paid. It's Think of it as like a, a sliding scale. So I, I watched the shift of many test keywords shift away from the pages that previously were attached to those terms and instead saw category pages showing up for those terms. Basically, internal linking makes sense as to why a category page would be chosen. What is a category page? What makes it different than other pages? It's got a lot of links on the same topic. Bing! Okay, now I, I've never witnessed this event before. Now I'm not saying that this is the first time it has occurred. I'm saying thanks to the previously served content this is like discovering a planet that was already there that we couldn't see. And so, so why am I so quick to see this as a sign of this must be the serving system? Well, for one thing, Search Console. Now, the exact same pages that were findable by their keywords and now are not, or only findable by their category pages, all those same URLs are showing in Search Console as, you guessed it, indexed. Indexed! So, is it possible that you can look in Search Console, be told your content is indexed, and yet it is not being served by keywords? In short, it's kind of like your content never happened. Let that, think, let that sink in how cleverly diabolical it is to provide us with proof of indexation without the responsibility of showing us that it is serving that same content or not. It's brilliant. If Google appeared to tank their search results, they would lose market share. But if no one knows it's happening, then I guess it's not happening. And we can all bemoan our terrible content and our AI written content and our Laura Ipsum content. Oh, wait. That is still ranking number one in various markets in the U.S. The short version? It's not our content. 
Google is broke or Google is broke again. Now, I can't leave you just like that. So now here's something to make you feel better. Two things, in fact. If you do a site operator search, that's when you type in the word site, S-I-T-E, colon, domain name, then that search will restrict itself to your site and it'll pull up pages. And at least as of yesterday, what you're looking at are all the pages on your site that are findable by their keywords. Ask me how I know that. Now, this is likely just for smaller sites, easily sites less than a thousand pages. Now, it's a lot easier to test this if you tuck a little fake keyword into your content. It doesn't have to be visible to the eye, but that's a great way to know. Now, I, I use change logs, and I assign a fake keyword to all the actions that I did on that page. So I, uh, I actually add the fake keyword somewhere where it can't be seen. And then if I go back in, let's say a later date, and I make more changes, then I assign a second fake keyword. So when I'm looking for those fake keywords, I can tell which version of the changes have been rendered by Google, which just makes me know more what actions may have caused the change. Now, the second thing, and this is very exciting, if you're in Search, Control, uh, Search Console, go to the index section and then click on the pages and scroll down. Uh, in the middle, like you should go down a little bit, it'd be about halfway down, you'll see these big words, why pages aren't indexed. And underneath those words, you'll see the words, pages that aren't indexed can't be served on Google. See, it's a secondary thing why I know. And from that section, anything that lists Google systems as the reason your pages aren't indexed, not only is it not your fault, but you can start the fix and validate process. Now, I have access to a number of working sites, and sometimes when you do that, Google will say validation failed. Let's say you had 20 pages in there, one of them didn't validate. It will look at first like the entire list of the, the whole list has failed. But once they update the, uh, and, and this used to be called the page coverage update, but once they, they update um, in that system under the pages, and, and luckily, you guys know, uh, because I'm telling you, um, that uh, when Google is working, that page update is updated every third day. And sometimes when they're working inside Search Console, like they did on the reporting system last, last month, it could take longer, and it's been up to a week or so. But anyway, once they update that report, the validation restarts. Now, that is not to say you should go back to Search Console to request indexation of new content. No, 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 no. Use the Google Indexing API, and there are many ways to set that up. The easiest is the Rank Math plugin if you're on WordPress, and there are other non-WordPress options. <coughs> it could be anywhere from a Python script to SEO tools for Excel. Yeah, that's the name of it. You can Google it. Well, that's going to do it for today. Remember to catch the daily crawl or no crawl reports. Find them on YouTube. You can just search for crawl or no crawl YouTube and you will find it. Thank you for being a listener. Thank you to all the sponsors of Confessions that help support this work and research for themselves and others. And a special shout out to Justin Morgan. If you would like to support this podcast and SEO research as well, there'll be a link in the description. 
If you're looking to be a somewhat more substantial sponsor than those levels, reach out to me at confessions at AmericanWayMedia.com. If you haven't settled for one source on your podcast, you can just Google Confessions of an SEO. You cannot miss it. It's been my pleasure to be with you. Thank you for your time, and I'll see you in the service. Thank you.